Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Triplicity. We, uh, this is episode 18 of the podcast where we will be talking about the astro weather of Aquarius season, Aquarius season, that Mercury still retrograde. Uh, it's your besties, Deja, Jared, and John here to spill all the tea and, <laughs> and talk about those transits. Whoop, whoop. Hey, like, hey, hey. Aquarius season. Aquarius season. Yeah. It's the dawning of the age, age of Aquarius. <laughs> Which actually doesn't start for like 300 Aquarius. years. Fight me. I have I have yeah. mathematical evidence. Aquarius. I know. Aquarius. <laughs> Aquarius. <laughs> the domicile of Uranus. <laughs> no. Uranus. I'm screaming. And the, and the exaltation of Pluto. That's right. Oh my God. What an important <laughs> sign of the zodiac. That's hilarious because nothing else does well in Aquarius other than Saturn. Uranus and Pluto. I'm screaming. Uh, I think you can make a case for for Mercury. <laughs> yeah, 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 and Mercury, but just those. That's hilarious. Wow, people just don't know anything about the planets. <laughs> <laughs> they just don't know anything. I think we should all read more books. I think we should all read less tweets also. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Big time. Or yeah. you can read them. You just shouldn't take them as like knowledge and fact. 100 yeah. Unless someone is like, this is an educational astrology thread. And even then. You probably uh, shouldn't read it. Ch- check your sources. <laughs> Do your due diligence. Yeah. Just because it's on the internet does not mean it's true. <laughs> oh. And most of the time, especially if it's coming from one of the three of us, it's probably not true. It's true. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's true. That's that's true. One of us always tells the truth, and the other always it's tells lies. lies. <laughs> oh my God, it's, like, it's like one of those riddles that's like one only one of the guards is telling the truth. Like it's not me. It was guard yep. C. One of those. Yeah. It's that episode of Yu-Gi-Oh in season one. I'm yelling. I don't remember that. I'm so oh, sorry. That hit home. That <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh as a kid was like the coolest fucking show. I don't care what anyone said. It was no. It was really cool. It was Yu-Gi-Oh, awesome for me was like the transition like out of Pokemon like when Yu-Gi-Oh happened is like when I switched from being like a little kid obsessed with Pokemon to being like a preteen like obsessed with Yu-Gi-Oh and I went the reverse way I liked Yu-Gi-Oh when I was younger and then got Mm. into Pokemon when like Gen 4 3 my first game was Emerald and I was like 8 or 9 when that came out yeah mm. so but but like before that when i was like young young like kindergarten mm. into like mm-hmm. third grade-ish was very into Yu-Gi-Oh. you get forbid memories on the playstation oh yeah an iconic game yeah i had mm. game boy advance Yu-Gi-Oh. that was like gba <laughs> i'm yelling i just I also played Pokemon. the card game oh yeah people had the cards around all the time um i just watched pokemon on tv um, and we also didn't have cable. So I didn't either. I missed out of a lot of cultural waves. <laughs> Same, like SpongeBob. After, uh, wait, have you never seen SpongeBob? I've like seen I've it, but like it. all of the references, like if you reference something specific, like I probably won't pick it up. Oh no, I know the references. I was like, so I'm if just... I was like chocolate, you're not, you're not gonna. I'm yelling. Yeah, no, but I, I know, I know, like I know a lot of like the meme ones. So like, are you feeling it now, Mr. Mr. Krabs? Krabs yeah. Like yelling. I know that one. 
Uh, I don't lid. remember in the show really. The lid. The lid. Oh my god. What's <laughs> that? Um now if you want to talk about Arthur or oh, Dragon yeah. Tales. Oh, 100%. W-H-Y-Y? <laughs> read Between the Lions? Are you kidding me? Oh, and now yeah. that I think about it, between read the Between, the, between lines. the cover of a book. Yes. The look between the lions. <laughs> like, I didn't think about that. That's also kind of funny. <laughs> like, that's so cute. That was so smart. Yeah. I loved that show. Oh, yeah. Cyber, Cyber Chase? Oh, yeah. We're beating Hacker at his game. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so like those, you know, I can I can that shit was my shit <laughs> as a kid. Shit. And and because I didn't have cable, I was probably watching like Arthur and Dragon Tales like way longer than I should have been than I was yeah. like the key demographic for. Like I was probably <laughs> watching those shows until I was like 14. Like oh, <laughs> all right. Like like uh, until I started high school, I was probably like coming oh, home from right. school because so Life Christian Academy, the school that oh, I went yeah. to as a kid, um ended at um we didn't get out of school until 4 30 so I didn't get home what? until like yeah so I didn't get home until five and at five like Wait, what all time did you go to school eight eight to four thirty that's a job absolutely mama. not yeah no <laughs> oh my goodness i'm that's telling you i was brainwashed for the alt-right like and, like wow. my childhood was literally alt-right brainwashing like <laughs> so. they can do documentaries on you Jared, I think. <laughs> the alt the life christian academy to magic practicing astrologer yeah, yeah honestly if you want to know the truth it's the live christian academy to practicing homosexual lifestyle pipeline because it is real let me tell you about my classmates i'm yelling uh, <laughs> shout out if any lca kids are listening <laughs> they're not they're not i, I promise they're definitely you definitely not. not that's hilarious Anyone wow. have any um, recent good, tra- good or notable transit experiences before we get into oh, the season? Yes, this is something I totally forgot about, and neither of you probably know about this. But there's this this dude, um, the football guy. A, yes, a, during a football game in Buffalo. Learned about this arrest. yesterday. Crazy, yeah, yeah crazy. Was, I'm. I have to go look at the chart again. It was. What was it last? I think it was. What's this week? The fourth. The, today's the uh, 14th was it the it's, ninth it's the, the 14th of january um and it's like almost <laughs> oh, 1 yeah. p.m on the east coast i'm yelling <laughs> we always forget to do this we do was it it wasn't this it wasn't this week was it or was it last um because it was a monday night i know that it, i don't think it was this recent monday i think it was the the second yeah oh yeah because i think i don't remember i don't remember but yeah mars was still retrograde and i thought that was wild and but now that I'm looking at it, I'm like, eh, whatever, not whatever. But no, it was it was that first Monday of the year. Okay, let me go back. But yeah, he like it was so weird because we we're watch. I was watching the game, and it was well, we weren't watching it actively. It was just like on the telly. passively on, yeah, right. And I saw it happen, and I was like, whoa, that dude just fell. And they showed it again. And I was like, oh my god, what is happening? It was so scary because like what they were all scared, and the NFL was like, you've got five minutes, and they were all like fuck no we're out of here and they left i'm actually very happy that they did that and i'm proud of the coach for making that move and also i think we need to all start football it's scary and should not it's be like, allowed it's like the most dangerous sport to play it's like very bar dangerous none. yeah i'm not i have some ideas how to make it less dangerous and more interesting like what 
So it's a I big think orgy. that we well that <laughs> I mean that wasn't my initial idea, yeah. but I, now that we're talking now about that- it, um, no. So I think that a really interesting way to make the game more interesting and safer would be to limit the amount of time a player is allowed to be on the field during a game. Hmm. So that way teams have to rotate in their players. So what this does, it not only makes it safer for the players because they're not getting hit like over and over and over again during a game. It's like a limited amount of time. But now the teams have to strategize when to put their players in because they can, you know, sub Mm. people in and out with only a certain amount of time. And it makes it so that players all have more equal play time, which levels pay that players Mm. get because everybody now has a certain amount of time that they're only allowed to be on the field and we can cap pay at a certain amount because, hey, if you can only play for 15 minutes in a football game, that's all, that's the maximum amount of time that we can pay you for to play. So, you know, there's a lot of things that can be resolved by that. And then it becomes like this game of like incredible strategy. It opens the opportunity for more players. Like you have to think about like you're not only your starting lineup, but like pulling people out of the starting lineup and subbing other people in so that you can get those players back out onto the field later. That's a game I would watch. I'm yelling. That's an actual strategy game. (laughs) Yeah. Not just men, not just brute force. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even in basketball, you can like foul out. Like if you make too many fouls, you can't play anymore, and they will sit you down if you're getting to like. If you're at the third foul, they're like, "All right, you got to stop for like a <laughs> time." Yeah, football is not it, and basketball is way superior. Sorry, I just had to throw that in there, but <laughs> you can see their faces. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Sports. L sports. Um <clears throat> for me, so like there's been a lot of like really good astrology happening lately. Um, so personally, uh there was flooding in my apartment, which led to uh me having to sit in an office with a dehumidifier. And my office is a windowless room in my basement unit apartment. So very 12th house space. This Mars retrograde is in my 12th house. Um, and I was sitting in a tiny room getting all of the water sucked out of my body um, for two weeks. And now I'm getting spontaneous bloody noses, which is very Mars. Um, Mars in a Mercury sign, like your sinuses yeah. and like, yeah, I was going to say, body. Um, oh yeah, Deja, the, the Capricorn cold front, we've got the, um, airlines grounding all the flights on all the right. Mars and, station. And we got we got to talk about this. We do. My we do. dumb ass. Was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to book a flight that leaves on Mercury Day six mm. minutes before Mercury Hour is about to start. Let's, mm. while Mercury's retrograde, let's do it. Mm. Why not? That's a good test, though. Now it's you a know. good test. Astrology works. <laughs> Don't do that. I was quite literally on the plane about to get on, like, the tarmac. And they were like, you got to get off. All the flights are grounded. Hey, babies. I've got some babies. <laughs> Sorry, besties. Time to go. <laughs> That is so sad. Yeah. Yeah, it was not fun. I made it home. I had like 20 minutes between, I got, I landed, my dad picked me up, took me home, and I had like 20 minutes before I had to go clock in for my eight-hour shift. Oh my God. (gasps) That's horrible. I was on four hours of sleep and had been up since four. My shift started at three. So I basically experienced a whole ass day and then had to go to work. 
my god oh. it was not fun um but yeah. we're here thanks thanks mercury for that that lesson that and lesson and lesson yeah electing my flights because i never do that even though i should <laughs> <laughs> it's more just like it was cheap to go at this time so i was like yeah just do it screw it i mean it's fine that's like truly the fact that like the cost it be like the cost being very low is also just like yeah. so mercury retrograde mm-hmm. like yeah. like oh yeah sure you can get a deal but <laughs> but you're gonna be stuck yeah um and then on the full moon in cancer my washing machine wouldn't drain um which was cool and very fortunate that my landlord is like wealthy apparently and was just like well i can't get a repair person out so i went and bought a new washing machine so i have a new washing Holy machine shit. in my apartment like oh my god thanks landlord That's <laughs> thanks fun. landlord yeah um i went out on the full moon this year only can't that was it was the the moon though that day was like <laughs> so beautiful yeah oh, like, that full yes that full moon was yeah gorgeous was yeah 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 here it was like had a seizure while you were out (gasps) no it was before i got so my friend it was actually really cute my friend has cap rising and she planned this whole like networking event for like filmmakers in philly um right and she like hooked up with this dude she's been talking to i already told her i was gonna tell the story anyway so it's fine i tweeted about it (laughs) it's like sorry i told everyone about this already so whatever (laughs) So yeah, it was great. But then also my other friend, I don't know her rising sign. And I like to kind of leave it ambiguous for a little bit. It'll come to me when it's ready. We've been friends since we were like nine. Anyway, um, the dude that like came out with her had a seizure before I got there. And I came and like, I kind of like, I felt like I came into like chaos. I was like, she was sitting there like shocked. <laughs> I was like, Gabby, what's wrong? She's like, he just had a seizure. And I was like, what? It was a whole thing. He didn't even know it happened. It was wild. Oh they sent him home. It was wild. Did anything else happen? Yeah. It was. It was a. It was a fun time. If wait, he had a seizure on the cap full moon or the cancer full the moon. Cancer full moon. Yeah. And you don't know your friend's rising sign. <laughs> no. <laughs> I want to say that it's the cap. I, I think the full moon was in the six twelve. Yeah. yeah i'm just gonna say sense. no i think <laughs> see if i have her chart i may have saved it and i just refused no i don't have it i just refused to look at it um but the other the first friend i definitely was like okay no this is hilarious um but yeah we'll see i'll let you guys know when we come back my new favorite thing has been using uh the divisional charts to figure out people's rising sign. yeah i saw your tweet about andrew garfield yeah, he's definitely sidereal Pisces rising. Like, there's no way he's because uh, the I think the birth time he said on that video is eight forty, and if it's eight forty two, or like mm. it's like eight forty one in like seventeen seconds, mm. he is sidereal Pisces. Pisces rising, and that would make him someone who's good at like acting and like hmm. puts his exalted Mercury in the seventh. Mm. Yeah, king. <laughs> I didn't know he was born in California though. That was weird to find out because he's he's British. Oh, he is? I feel like I, I never really paid much attention to him. I think he's British. Hmm. No idea. <laughs> Maybe that's like a Mandela effect and he's not actually British. No, I think he's British. No, I think it's you're a, right. This is a Berenstain yeah. Bears situation. <laughs> is Andrew... I spelled it wrong. Garfield. Oh, British. Yeah, someone asked that. 
Born in L.A. to a British mother and American father. When he was three, they moved to Surrey, U.K. Okay. All right. Yeah. So I kind of. So he's British. Right. He's British. <laughs> hmm. Anything else? Let's see. All the planes got grounded. Yeah. Washing machine full. Spontaneous <laughs> yeah. bloody noses. Heart attack on the field. Uh. Oh, Andrew Tate got caught oh yeah i like didn't even know who he, i think like, i kind of knew who he was but like not really because i was just like yeah. when someone is like i just you're i don't even you're yeah. not in my world anymore i don't even know who you are um that was wild yeah and, greta because greta all, thanks to greta. Like, all thanks to greta <laughs> it's hilarious what she's a, a capricorn she just had a birthday too yeah. like right after and i was like that is hilarious and continues to confirm my theory about Saturnians. And when you fuck with Saturnians, it's that car that sorry, not to use the word karma, but that Saturn karma. Comes I, I back saw that so you were about to say fast. it. I, I was, like, <laughs> I looked at myself, John, I was like, ah, I know I shouldn't, but I had to. Rather, the Saturnian consequences. That's it, a good one. It is swift. It is, I, it is something that I will never. I do not take lightly. I do do. I just, I. Yeah. It's like, it's like, so the consequences from Saturn are so just like long standing. It's like, mm -hmm. oh, you're going to have big problems. <laughs> Prison. Prison. <laughs> Literally. Wow. Go Greta. And then she Good was job, like, this Greta. is what happens when you don't recycle Greta. your pizza boxes. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> we stand. Really? We didn't stand the joke that you made about him having a tiny penis because there's like yeah. sex and stuff involved there that we don't like to joke about, but we do stand her for getting him caught. So True. I guess I guess it evens out. The means beat the odds. Or the, no, that the ends mean. justify the means. means there, yeah. yeah. Machiavelli. Okay, Machiavelli. Yelling. Or to quote Stephen Sondheim, the ends justify the beans. It's from Into the Woods. That's cute. I mean, I forget that you like musicals. That's yeah, I'm a theater is. gay. Theater. Yeah. I think I like intentionally <laughs> forget that about you. I'm like, mm, no. Seems fake. Hmm. Okay, Aquarius season? Aquarius season. season. January 20th. Sun moves into Aquarius, kicks it off. And then we pretty much get the new moon right away. Right away. Yeah. Any thoughts? It's at like one. Yeah, two. 133. Mm, that's cute. Hmm. Okay. Well, that'll be fun. Yeah. I'm excited for that. <laughs> yeah, I that's like that's cute for you, Deja, right? Like you have <laughs> stuff there, right? It is. Yes, I do. It's I was like, it, it is on Deja's Mars and my moon. It's gonna be yes. great. Yes, it's gonna be it's gonna be something. It's gonna be something. And it's like my Venus is at two. John, I always remember that your moon is uh, like yeah, moon and Venus like, conjunction. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. There. It's very cute. <laughs> I don't know why, John, but I always feel like your moon's at 12 because I that's my nodes and I'm like, oh, no. oh we no, have that's, no. that's where I have Jupiter though. Well it's 13, but yeah. Mm. That makes sense. Mm. Um, the nakshatra that the new moon is in is in the same as like my natal nakshatra, which is uh, translates to the latter victory. Hmm. Um, so there's this idea of like winning and like receiving spoils from things. 
um, which is kind of cool. So I'm curious to see how that shows up on like a global scale, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also like that, like when the moon, uh, like gets light back, she's there with the Venus Saturn conjunction. Mm. Yeah. Um, and she's, but by the time she actually like reaches the Venus Saturn conjunction, um, like she passes it before it happens, but she's like right there when it happens, like right at the same kind of degree range. Um, and I don't know. It's just like that. I'm, I'm excited for that that's kind of what happens immediately following the new moon is like Venus Saturn in the same sign where this, this new moon happened. That feels really nice. It feels like really helpful for all the Saturnian stuff that we've been dealing with for the last six years. It's like a nice bow. Where, so where I am when the moon passes between Saturn and Venus, it starts with very late Sag rising. So depending on where you are, you might be able to get a decent, election of the moon translating the light from Saturn to Venus in that mm-hmm. conjunction right there mm-hmm. um which is kind of gorgeous especially in a Saturn sign if you're if you're a night chart person too like translating light from your bene- uh, malefic out of sect to your benefic of sect oh and also the moon is coming from that sextile from Jupiter too mm-hmm. so that's really cute mm-hmm. oh this is a nice one really mm-hmm. yeah this really feels like kind of a um a thaw of all of the like icy aquarius stuff that we've had for the last like like long time um and you know it's aquarius stuff isn't over yet we've still got a little bit more time of saturn there we've got a few more configurations that happen in aquarius after the sun leaves um but this kind of really feels like oh the end is in sight Mm. (laughs) like right before pluto oh god i don't even know what that is (laughs) I'm just going to continue to ignore it. It's fine. I'll be fine. It. I won't even notice that it's there. It'll be okay. I mean, Pluto's been between my Saturn and my descendant for years now. And everything that I've experienced has been better explained by like my annual perfection years using mm-hmm. the traditional planets. Yeah. So maybe when I'm 60, it'll make more sense as a Pluto transit. When I like think about it in terms of like longer chunks of life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but at that point, I hope I'm using a different, like a better timing technique, like than the outers. And something I can't observe or calculate. I'm yelling. This is such an anti-outer planet podcast. And I kind of really love yeah. it. Like, let's just stick. We gotta really stick to the hard core tradition the basics and it's really not even that hardcore I feel like it just makes intuitive sense and you could just like I don't know it just makes sense for me like (laughs) if the computer goes out tomorrow I'm not going to be able to go outside and like the computer goes out tomorrow and my ephemeris ends in 2050 right Mm. so like the year is 2051 I'm not going to be able to track like Pluto, Uranus, Neptune anymore. Like, I'm just not going to be able to. I can still observe like heliacal rises and sets of the other planets, and I can observe, you know, their passage along the fixed stars, but I'm not going to be able to see those outers anymore if the internet yeah. goes out tomorrow. Like, sorry to this man. <laughs> when the Tower of Babel falls, you know. 
We did not go to LCA, Jared. <laughs> do you not know the story of the Tower of Babel? Nope. I do. I've seen paintings of it, but I don't know like what the story is. Uh, men tried to build a tower to God, um, and God got pissed at the hubris of man and struck the tower down. Um, <laughs> and in striking the tower down, God also confused the tongues of men so that they spoke different languages. So the Tower of Babel is the myth of why people speak different languages. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, interesting. Which, it's- which, if we like kind of take a modern spin on it, like the internet is this thing that like connects all of humanity. And if it went out, it would be like very much like we're all kind of confused and unable to communicate mm-hmm. with each other in that way. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's yeah. how it felt with like the FAA. Like when I was on the plane, I was like, holy shit. Like it, we take, I mean, clearly like we take the internet for granted like it's this magical thing that has happened to us but like <laughs> we are so dependent on it now like if it we are. were to get fucked like we're fucked we're mm-hmm. fucked yeah i mean like even this podcast like yeah, yeah. it would cease to out i would be yeah. like yeah. i can't how do i i don't yeah. like i would like i don't know like a write you a like letter <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah We'd but even like... our phone calls are like reliant on oh shit now well we could do like a landline thingy that's right. I think we could do it. I think we have think... to do it via radio and we would have to sell cassettes or CDs. <laughs> but so I'm actually very down. We could like oh my God. do like, we could do like forecasts for like, you can get like a, this is really cute. This is actually a really good idea. We could like forecast for the month, put them on cassettes. We can send them to you. Mail them out. Mail them out. Yeah, and that's such your... a, that's, wait, because I've, I, taking a ride with my pop-up down Kelly, down like the river in Philly. <laughs> I was like, you know what? This is, it's actually really scary how dependent we are on clouds. Like these arbitrary things that could essentially go out whenever. I, think, I thought you meant like literal clouds. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, okay, water cycle, yeah, important. I mean, yeah. Like, no, these stupid things. Like I need to print all my pictures and I'm about to start like going wild. It's also such a second house year thing. I need everything to be real. Tangible, I'm tired yeah. of this. <laughs> it's scary. It's really scary. So if even if you both are not down, I think I'm going to figure out how to get our episodes on cassettes because I need it'd be so cute like a little tower and it's like triplicity yeah episodes one through 20 episodes <laughs> 21 through 40 like a little <laughs> and then it's got, uh, it's got that nice like uh lo-fi cassette sound right lo-fi oh. triplicity to study and relax to <laughs> nothing about this podcast is lo-fi that's true but it could be cute and fun we can make it lo-fi with little chaos <laughs> Like I was saying before we started recording, trying to like figure out how to make a little jingle ditty for this. Maybe that's my problem is I'm trying to make it too chill. I just need to like lean into hyper pop lean into the, and yeah. be like, it needs to be Christian hyper pop. That's the, that's that. the vibe. Love that. <laughs> so it like starts with like an organ and then it's just like, <laughs> yep. organ techno. <laughs> Uh, urban house or organ house yeah clerical house clerical. <laughs> what's it called what's uh canonical house because like the canon is like the the order of the church service it's called the canon mm. so um the canonical house beats <laughs> it's just like the dse ray with <laughs> 
a thumping beat underneath it. But truly, I have been thinking um, if it was like a Gregorian chant vibe with some. That'd be fun. We can I all think, do I it think, into yeah, our I, think, I, I think you just need to sample it and let us hear it. I think you need to bring your ideas to fruition. <laughs> I agree. Like it's just me being like oot quayat loxies. It's actually all of us just singing O Fortuna. I'm yelling. We can add a little beat to it. That's actually a cute idea. You can add a little beat. I actually have a little beat of the (laughs) that are I did make a little beat with oot quayat loxies and um, which is a Gregorian chant that's used to teach uh, singing solfege. You can, it's like Do Re Mi Fa So. It's a, I was channeling Guido Durezzo. <laughs> sure. It's like, yeah, so, so true. Oh my goodness. I think that's an art reference I don't, I didn't catch. Right? Guido Durezzo was a Italian monk who created mm. Solfet, or not created, uh, but is like credited and like with the like spread of solfege which is like do re mi like that Mm, system and there's this thing called yeah there's this thing called the guidonian hand which is where Mm. you can like point to the different knuckles on your hand and they represent Mm. the different pitches on a scale and so Mm. it's like do re mi do re mi fa so la ti boot and it like goes up and around your hand Mm. so you can do like a full Gregorian chant without having to know the music. Like all the priests huh. would just be like vibing out, giving each other hand jobs. <laughs> I... Giving each other the Guidonian handy. I'm screaming. Uh... <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. Yes. No, oh, the Pope died. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just oh. noticed the, the, the videos of him. <laughs> of the procession, like, fully sped out. Up. Just fully. No, it's just like a body. What a thing. Oh, well, like yeah. a cut. Scary. <laughs> <laughs> him around. I, I just love the videos of, like, them carrying his body around with, like, Nicki Minaj, like, Roman Reloaded <laughs> playing. And it's like I'm... the video is sped up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i have to see that now it's so, which, so funny. which pope just died which one was it the one who resigned so not the current pope but the last pope um who resigned before like he didn't die in office benedict maybe sure i don't know i'm not catholic died 31 to set yes well oh Sorry, this is not Pope related. I just looked down and realized uh, Venus into Pisces. This is like the last hoorah. I mean, that's Pope, that's Pope related. Yeah. Pisces, come on. Yeah, that's true. That's a, yeah, actually, yeah, 100 P. <laughs> 100 P. That's my favorite thing to say now. Shout out to Zach. And I've put my friends on now. And they were like, 100 P. And I was like, <laughs> Is that the next like big thing that happens? Is the Venus into Pisces? 
I think so. Yeah, because there's uh, Venus Saturn, which we talked about just being like very nice for Aquarius. And then that's the 22nd. And then I mean, there's the the Sun Jupiter sextile, but like whatever. What's a sextile? I'm kidding. Okay, no. (laughs) Don't sleep on them. (laughs) I love sextiles. My whole chart is like sextiled up. Okay. But we did not talk about this resurgence of these fake aspects that people are making. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I don't care about a demi sesky hexa square. Okay. Shut up. You're yeah. making things up. Yeah. Was it was it Rowan who said that they would rather eat glass than yes. <laughs> about minor aspects? Yeah. yeah. No. Like same. Yep. Why is it necessary? The only one that I like can semi-tolerate is the the inconjunct. Yeah. Um, understanding that from like a house-based relationship yes. as opposed right. to like an aspectual based relationship. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, and isn't that a version two? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. The, and John, you probably can speak to this more, but my understanding of all of these minor aspects is that they're kind of just stolen from divisional charts because it's looking at like, I mean, that would make 50 degrees, like every 50 degrees or every, you know, you know, Mm. other perfect divisions of the chart. I mean, yeah, that wouldn't shock me. Like when you have, like, I don't know, if you have two planets in the first, like, three degrees of fire signs, they're going to be in the same, like, Navamsha time. So, like, I understand, like, if that was the thing, but, like, don't do that. <laughs> stop, stop, maybe. Stop. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, because they start talking about, like, what is it, the vibrational is that the uh harmonic harmonics yeah which are which are just divisional charts that you fucked up and made wrong (laughs) made wrong and took away the whole like deity spiritual aspect of. and also like as a person who studied music it doesn't make sense either right Hmm. (laughs) like i don't know i think we all just need to learn about the overtone series It's really sure. helpful. Yeah. I was talking to a few of my coworkers about um, like how a lot of my astrology friends are also people that were like good with music and how it uses like that same part of the brain. And I was like, yeah, like the circle of fifths, the Zodiac. It's the same thing. <laughs> Truly. 12 keys, 12 signs. Mm. 12 uh, disciples. 12 disciples. <laughs> 12 disciples. <laughs> Solve everything. Shout out to Simon. It's the gayest name in the, all of the disciples. Simon's a pretty gay name. Is it? Feels what like the- it. They all called each other Simon. Like that's the thing about the disciples is it's like there's like at some point like they all call each other like they all get named with each other's name. It's very very it called me weird. by your name. Like it's, yeah, it's like it's very gay. Yeah, it's very like yelling polycule moment. <laughs> I'm screaming. Me and all oh, they were in love. They Maybe were. they were just in cute. love and they drank wine together and they it's... were so sad when Judas turned over their bestest dude who got them all together. Damn. And you know, I just feel like Judas was probably like in the polycule, but wanted Jesus for himself. Uh, mm. 
you know, mm-hmm. probably. That's that's a possibility. It's a crime of passion. It's the passion <laughs> of the Christ. Shut up. <laughs> that's what we, that's what we should have named this podcast. <laughs> the passion of the Christ. There's a sequel coming out, by the way. It is. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. My parents used to like rave about that movie when I was younger. It's like, you guys are ridiculous. Passion of the Christ. I mean, um, I remember being at Life Christian Academy and going and seeing the midnight release of of Passion of the Christ as a school event, school sanctioned, <laughs> school function. Let's get at a whole midnight? bunch of middle schoolers. No. And le- keep them up until 2 a.m. watching jesus get crucified <laughs> that is extra wow indoctrination is real <laughs> i wrote a really homoerotic poem after seeing that movie though <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> i'm just gonna shout out to you, you people that listen to this all the way through <laughs> there's a lot of you yeah like most there most of the you. listeners yeah. listen all the way through and that is shocking to me (laughs) me too me too it's good though throughout the whole thing like i this is like my favorite podcast i can't get into any other ones i also may have a very limited like palette podcast palette but this is my favorite i love (laughs) it completely unbiased this is my favorite (laughs) completely and totally this one i've started listening to um the luminaries in and out of sect yes i like that one the episode with EY Washington was really good. Was good. Mm-hmm. Mm. So recommend, highly recommend. Um, and then um, also Jill's podcast, Astrolabize. Oh, yeah. yeah. Shout out to Jill. Yeah. Yeah. I want Stella and Cam to start keep going with Mercurians because I do like theirs too. Yeah. Are we being shady? No. No. Okay, I didn't think so. I just wanted I to check in. So. Uh, oh, I'm intentionally also- not saying the astrology podcast because I cannot listen to that podcast all the way through. Yeah, no, I can't. I can't. I haven't been able to sit. I used to like crank them out. Now I, I'm like, oh, that was fun. And I forgot. I can get through it if I listen to it at like 3.5x speed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's still really good though. I feel like it's good if you want like an intensive and you want to sit down and like do an intensive. Go for it. It's good if you maybe aren't super confident yet at doing it by yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. 100p. Because like when I wasn't confident in doing it by myself, like that forecast and like that astrology was like, was very, very good. But now that it's like, I can do it's it by helpful. myself. I listen to it. And I'm like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I said that. Yeah. <laughs> we I'm literally yelling. said that. <laughs> I'm yelling. I'm screaming. Um, The water trio podcast is great and that's kelly is that kelly yeah yeah Yeah. with cassandra or cassandra and leash oh they're so sweet i love them so much Ah. that's like us if we were nice to people i'm yelling (laughs) no you're not wrong you're not (laughs) if we were nice yes we're the plastics yeah they're janice and damien okay yeah i don't think janice and damien were nice well they were just like the outcast plastics. Yeah, they were just gay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like I was part of that group in high school. I was like the most popular, unpopular kid. Me too. In yeah. high school. Yeah. 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 I was my entire high school friend group, and none of them listened to this. So I'm just going to shoot from the hip here. Um, 
they were all well we were all really mean like because we were Same. not like intentionally but like we were all like in honors classes and like a ton oh, of them with, like, really smart queer friend group right <laughs> yeah exactly that was i'm it. yelling um to the point that they called us like the other people in my high school called us the friends hilarious mm-hmm. that's cute i don't know it was there was a lot um yeah, senior like year lot. was something <laughs> um yeah i think that was saturn and scorpio my... mm. would that make sense 2014 to 15 was that saturn and scorpio yeah because that's yeah. when tyler and i got married mm. wow <laughs> wow Oh my God, Jared, you're so old. I know. <laughs> you really are. I know. And it's, you know, I, I would like to um, thank the moon for keeping me young. <laughs> so, so true. That's true. <laughs> moon, That's Jupiter, and Cancer for keeping you young. Yep. Hilarious. Because hmm. honestly, if I had been born like an hour earlier, even still with Cancer rising, but the moon had not separated from Saturn yet, I honestly think that I would be such a fucking boomer. <laughs> and, <laughs> like because the moon is applying to Venus instead, it's like, no, you're gonna be. People are gonna think when you ask them how old you are, they're gonna think that you're like 25 forever. <laughs> and... I remember at our first 11th house thing, I firmly thought you were like 21. When I first met you, I thought you were like our age. I I forget. Yeah, I forget. <laughs> it's like you look at my chart, and like honestly, if you if Saturn were placed like two signs later, it would be like okay, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> but like, the only thing in my chart that gives away my age is Saturn and domicile, <laughs> yeah. and in Capricorn, not yeah. Aquarius. It's like yeah. that's hilarious. I'm in the older Saturn group. Yeah, that's wild. That's okay. Us Saturnians got to stick together. True. That's right. It just means that I'll outlive all of you. <laughs> Yelling. Yeah, you're both definitely outliving me. I'm certain. <laughs> I think I got a solid, like, maybe 30 years left. I'm yeah. yelling. <laughs> what? That sounds so sad. I just, I, that's only faith. like 50. Yeah. Yeah, I think, well, I go through this really, really terrible circumambulation from between the ages of 52 and 55. Mm. It's like very Saturn. I think it's like I get the the dominating square from Saturn while my ascendant moves through the Saturn bound of Cancer. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, I'm pretty fortunate with my circumambulations from the ascendant that... um, it goes through Leo right away. So it only is receiving aspects from Sun Mercury. Um, so I don't like get, and like I it, I won't get a hard aspect with Saturn again, pretty much in my life through circumambulations. I'll get an opposition with Mars that might kill me, um, <laughs> but that's later in life. So. Yeah. I don't know mine. <laughs> I'm just winging it. Talking about death as we're talking about Venus moving into Pisces. It's kind of beautiful. <laughs> By the way. Yeah. Cute and watery and fun. January 27th. Happy Venus return to all the Venus and Pisces besties that are out there. Oh, yeah. It's cute time. Very exciting. Like, very excited for that. Yeah. And then the next day we get that Taurus moon Rahu that's like exactly square the sun. 
That's right. Yeah, so January is that the twenty eighth? We get um sun at the bendings, moon, moon with Rahu with and Rahu. Taurus. Like damn. 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 Hmm. <laughs> sun at the southern bendings. Interesting. No thoughts for me. <laughs> no thoughts. I just um because because it's an air sign, Aquarius, I'm thinking like uh and then the moon's in an earth sign. It's like you're making a recipe, but you forget an ingredient. Um mm. like or you like leave something out or you like cross information somehow. Um it's you mix like up you, teaspoon and tablespoon. Yeah, or like you you turn the page on your cookbook and you actually turn two pages. And so you follow half of one recipe and half of another recipe. Um, <laughs> just because I think about the sun being at that like low point and something kind of like falling out, like being left out um, because of that. That's and the sun vibe. is applying to try Mars. Um, That's like the next mm -hmm. day. That makes sense. Which feels like the like official end of Mars retrograde like feeling mm -hmm. retrograde like it's still in gemini he's still not like moving really fast but that trine i feel like really sets the like okay the retrograde is over right now we're in like shadow move out period hmm. yeah i'm excited for mars to get some speed me too oh, and then what the thing that's nice about the shadow is that for most of the time venus is dominating like in giving that yeah is exalted yeah. and giving that square that's true that'll be fun oh that is nice mm -hmm. that'll be nice yeah. and that is that's gonna be really nice because so like my whole thing with this whole mars station is that it's square my natal mars so like i'm happy that venus will come through here right at the end i feel like venus like really does save my life in every occasion she mm -hmm. like comes through and just like just kind of smooths things over most definitely. Anytime, or at least the the beta consultations that I've given, every single one has involved me giving a Venus mantra or like something to help people with their Venus. And I was like, is this my destiny? Am I just gonna remediate people's Venuses like forever? Because if so, like I'll I'll do it. I'll like, take sure. it. Sure. Like <laughs> that's amazing. If that's what you want, Venus, like I will do that for you. Send me Hell all yeah. of your sad children. <laughs> Hell yeah. Send me all your babies. Hmm. Venus is the best. Yeah. I'm loving since Morning Star. It's. Mm. I love this. This is good. This Wait, is, Venus, is, like... Venus is Evening Star right now. That's what I meant. I'm sorry. It's like, okay. Mm. <laughs> I was like, your Venus is Morning Star, but Venus right now is not. My Venus yeah. return right now. It's very, uh. very potent. Very sweet and very hilarious. I was in a Twitter space and someone was asking what people's favorite peregrine planet placements were. And one of mine was Venus and Aquarius. I just love it so much. It's so good. Good stuff. It's really good stuff. I like how we move. We're Venus weird. and Aqua and Sag. I really, really love. Yeah, I love Venus, I and, Venus Sag. and Sag. I really love as well. That's one of my faves. My mm. mom has a Sag Venus. Love that. It's like conjunct my Mars too. So it's like very... 
it's it's true Sag Venus because it's tropical and sidereal. <laughs> Yelling. I can't wait till people can stop using that once the iron amstra gets to more than 30 degrees and we have planets that are in like sidereal Aries, but like tropical Gemini. <laughs> It's gonna be great. Oh yeah, that's oh, gonna be that's wild. gonna be wild. Yeah. Three hundred years. That's all it's gonna be. <laughs> that's gonna be cool though. Okay, and then we Mars square Venus Mars Venus Mars square perfects. Yeah, which we and talked this, about the Saturn Kazemi. Is that the last thing? Uh, let's see. Venus Mars happens like February Feb 4th? five. Feb five. Yeah. And then um, February 12th, Mercury moves into Aquarius. Oh, right. I totally missed that. Um, which I'm excited for. We talked about a little bit beforehand that like Mercury and Aquarius is a pretty nice placement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, to me, Mercury and Aquarius is is like literally the do your taxes placement because it, it's, it always happens, <laughs> it always happens during yeah. tax season. So it's like yeah. between January and April, like, you know, you're going to get Mercury and Aquarius. Um, and so I really just feel like Mercury in a Saturn sign is truly like tax collector vibes. Um, I mean, so especially like if you think about it from like a Thema Mundi perspective, like that's Mercury moving through the eighth mm-hmm. too. Oh, yeah. And it's tax season. And it's my yeah. eighth. And so. And yeah. it's your, yeah, well. <laughs> so, like true. Like I, I guess that makes sense for me of like, oh yeah, you do pay your taxes with like, that's the eighth house activation. Um, yeah. Yeah, I I like that. Like, yeah, it's, it's very much like pay your debts kind of situation as well. So like, um, but I I feel like it's it's like getting help in paying your debt is is what I like about Mercury and Aquarius is that it doesn't um like it comes to collect. Saturn being there gives it something to collect. It's not you know unable to collect something there. So I like that. Uh, I could see this being more student loan stuff happening. Mm. Um, you know, some sort of movement there. I could see, because it's also, you know, popping right off of Pluto to get into Aquarius. So yeah. I know I'm I'm not a Pluto truther, but like <laughs> Mercury Pluto has been student loan forgiveness like every single time. So <laughs> and it'll be nice once Mercury moves into Aquarius, because then the three air triplicity lords will all be seeing each other. Mm. Wowzers. Because yeah, Mercury and Saturn are verse right now, but both configured mm. to Jupiter. Triplice mm. A. Yeah, that'll be actually, I think that's really helpful for what's going on in Gemini. Because you yeah. have these three yep. triplicity rulers coming up into agreement on something, and they're in, now in an easy aspect. They're in, you know, they're yeah. in the sextile aspect with one another. Um, and so it gives Mars a little bit more support in that. Gemini just has more resources now um, and Mars now being direct is able to like do something with it. Forward moving. (laughs) (laughs) And then yeah, Sun Saturn Kazemi happens on the 16th. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to say sayonara. (laughs) Goodbye. This has been fun. It's been real. It's been fun. It hasn't been real fun. <laughs> it's true. It is true. I I am excited to begin to frame 
my astrology practice um, and like experiencing the transits actively uh, without Saturn and domicile, because like my whole practice thus far has been experiencing all transits under the guise of the transit. It's also has Saturn and domicile. So I really think that that's like Mm. a big uh, uh, shift. I have to agree. (laughs) So I'm just like, you know, all everything that we've been experiencing and that I've been like, you know, actively engaged and tracking has had that undertone um, of just like an incredibly powerful Saturn. And we no longer will have that soon. So this is the last kind of like big ping of that transit is this Kazemi. I saw my circle chart for the first time when Saturn was conjunct by Mars at the very, very end of Sagittarius. So my like practicing astrology experience. Yeah. Same. Like I, I didn't know what the fuck a transit was until Saturn was like at least in the first or second decade of Capricorn. That's like actually so accurate for me. I remember my Saturn sun things. I think was that that? No, I'm pretty sure I was doing really bad in school. <laughs> and oh, yeah. I was like, oh, probably. <laughs> yeah, no, I was like, you got to get it together, Deja. Let's go. Like, this is this. You cannot, you cannot mess around anymore. <laughs> this is not it. This is not it. And shortly after Twitter, someone was like, Venus and Aquarius. And I was like, what? And that's what got me. I was like, <laughs> my life changed forever. <laughs> Wow. You can't unsee the solar principle. You really cannot. I'm yelling. Did we talk about the full moon? In Cancer? No, in Leo. Oh, in Leo. (laughs) (laughs) Well, sidereal Cancer, yes. Yes. Yelling. I'm yelling. No, we did not talk. When is that? I don't have February 5th. Oh, is that the the same day as something else that we just talked about? As the Venus Mars. Mars, Yeah. Oh, interesting. It happens... 40 minutes like 40 zodiacal venus is 40 zodiacal minutes past mars when this full moon is like exact mm. Mm. so fresh off that that square perfecting mm. oh and nice. it's perfectly i know we're not outer planet truthers however the full moon is at 16 and uranus is at 15 oh that's something so there is some fixed business happening Ugh. here tired this <laughs> tired so tired mm. I think I will say, I think that the outers are important. Mm, Okay. No, or can be cool to look at, (laughs) especially when dealing with like their configurations to Jupiter and especially Saturn Mm -hmm. and then how that relates to countries. That's the only thing, because I'm thinking about this Uranus return of the United States and I'm like, I don't know. This is, I don't know if this is something we should ignore, but like, I also think at the same time, what my question then is, what would the transits be that would be the thing to not replace Uranus, but like further, I mean, obviously we'll get more activations. I don't know what that is, but it's going to, it can't just like be on its own, but like, I don't know. I'm scared. I think I'm going to flee the country. I'd love if I can everybody go to France that's what I was thinking we don't have these problems in France in France we don't do this you love your guns in America in France we don't have <laughs> these problems no guillotines 
<laughs> Dead ass. Hmm. We'll see. I do. I do like this full moon though. I am. A, oh, I am yeah. a fan. It is. It is opposite Saturn, but it is also trying Jupiter. So you know, that's like. It's sixteen, Leo. Sixteen, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like just after, like the fixed point. It is. It is very, very, very far north. It's inclined like super high in the sky, um, which is interesting to me. So it's just like this moon, this full moon, if you're in the northern hemisphere, is going to be like really overhead. Um, So like, because obviously when it gets into the, like when things get to Cancer, Leo, they are, that, that, that part of the zodiac is farther north in the sky, but then because of where the nodes are right now, the moon is going to be even farther north than the zodiac there. Um, so it's going to it's going to very much appear here in the northern hemisphere, like up rather than kind of like look south and you'll find the moon. It's like, oh, no, you're going to have to like look up to see the moon. Wow. Nice. So that's cool. And the next year's Cancer full moon is is what's called a lunar standstill, which is when the moon is full at its most extreme, um, like northern or southern declination, um, which only happens when the nodes are at like zero Aries, basically. Um, hmm. And so, and the full moon in Cancer next year is like exactly square the nodes at zero Aries. It's like, and it's so it's a it's a full moon lunar standstill. and because of it it just it appears it makes the moon like appear in the sky longer basically which is why it's called the standstill Mm. i'm just gonna sit and look at her all night Mm -hmm. literally it's gonna be so nice sounds really sweet and comfort it feels like that would be when you both watched avatar right not the blue people fuck the blue people fuck that the last airbender avatar yes of course Mm -hmm. yep um this feels like when princess ua was born like that feels like that was the chart oh. like a full moon yeah. at like she was born during the lunar standstill I like a lansta lunar standstill yeah, yeah. I can see that's that. cute i love that and i would love if it was i'm gonna i'm gonna take it a step further and say that it's a lunar standstill in capricorn like the moon in capricorn because yeah, she, it's like the moon coming to earth like because no, she was that... she canonically was born during the winter solstice mm-hmm. well okay okay so if she was canonically born during the winter solstice then the, ca- then the she actually is would no, be. I know. Oh. That's why I said it. <laughs> I did. I did a whole PowerPoint on hypothetical charts of Avatar: The Last Airbender people. I'm obsessed. Included it I'm canonically. Mad. Yeah, that's cute. It's for a PowerPoint obsessed. party. <laughs> Speaking of, we need to have another weed circle. Ooh, we do we need do. to have another weed circle. Maybe we I'll do. just present that again. There we go. I have my that's topic. There you go. That's excellent. <laughs> I, that sounds. That sounds amazing. <laughs> hmm. Damn, what would I do? What would you do, Jared? I don't know. I did the Nards last time. I don't know. Something something probably really chaotic. Something like like asteroid theory or something. I'm screaming. <laughs> you could just you could just do Gregorian chants for five minutes. <gasps> oh my that god. Fun. That'd be a really good. I teach everybody, give everybody a Guidonian hand job. <laughs> oh my god. So this is great idea. (laughs) This is Oot. And this is Ray. (laughs) This is me.
Hmm. Yeah, we have. We should do that. We should do it. Honestly, we should do it during this Leo full moon. Down for that. Because it, if we do it the, the night before, is a Saturday. While the moon's like applying to Venus still. I like that. Nope, Venus is in Pisces. Oh yeah. They're adverse. The moon would be applying to Mars. <laughs> um, no, you, we could probably get the moon applying. No, you can get the moon applying to Jupiter if you start it in the middle of the day. Okay. Have a little earlier in the day. If one. we do like a like a like a two p.m. Yeah, that could be fun. A little a little lunchtime smoke sesh. <laughs> brunch. Brunch. Oh my God. We brunch. Brunch. brunch we brunch. <laughs> Okay, it's happening. Put it in your calendars now, everybody. Weed yeah, circle, brunch, brunch, weed circle, Saturday, Feb 4th. Requ- requesting the day off of work right now. Weed circle brunch. That's cute. That is really cute. I actually really like that a lot. Shoot, I don't know what I'm going to talk about at all. Um, Maybe I should do something real. <laughs> and we should just make it easy. Just DM us your ideas on Twitter. And if you don't yeah. have Twitter, then email us. Yeah. Triplicitypod at gmail.com. I'm going to tweet right now from the Triplicity account that yeah. like, we're recording the next episode and just decided that we're having a weed circle, weed circle on February 4th. Mark your calendar. Perfect. <laughs> Mark your calendar. <laughs> submit, submit your ideas. <laughs> DM us your ideas if you want to talk. Hmm. Maybe I'll talk about Jupiter. Or I'll talk about I mean, Jupiter are, and you, alcohol. <gasps> I have an idea. Sorry. You, you are a Pisces rising, so you could talk about Jupiter. That's true. I could. That'd be fun. No, I think I should. I think I should do like um, alcohol recommendations for, for the Jupiter the, sign. For the Jupiter. Bingo, bango, bongo. <laughs> Perfect. Oh my God. It's actually such a good idea. I want to become like a, I'm like also convincing Gabe to become a bartender. <laughs> Um, so we're in this really big, like Bacchus phase in our lives. Um, but anyway, uh, I, I, cause I need someone to know cocktails cause I don't really know any, um, except for like the basic boring two ingredient ones, but I know beer and I can recommend a good beer. Um, so that would be cute. Yes. Why did I bring that up about Gabe though? Cause he's, he's always together. relevant. That's true. He is <laughs> like two peas in a pod. <laughs> Venus Mars conjunction is, is something. He has a Venus Mars conjunction. We both do. His is much further apart. Mine is like yours is very tight. Yeah. 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 But yeah, we both do. That's hilarious. Where's his? Um, in Leo. Slay. <laughs> he is Mars at. Oh like, right, he was born the same day as she who shall not be named. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Right, I remember this now. Different rising sign. Different rising sign makes so, all okay. the difference. Makes all the, like it really does make a massive difference. <laughs> My uh, roommate was showing me a TikTok of hers the other day that like someone sent to her, and I was like, "We hate her in this house." Yeah, we and don't. She was we like, don't stand. I didn't know she still made stuff. Is she still talking about like crypto and stuff? I think she's like a crypto astrologer now. That's her. her that's gig. her whole bit. Whoa, I didn't know there was that much to talk about with crypto. I thought it's all like crumbling. Like, well, the whole, the whole joke well. is that she's probably Elon's astrologer. 
Right, 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 right. <laughs> and that would make sense because this was a horrible idea. Which, which, you know, and the only thing that I like, and this is a caveat that I'll give her, is that if she's playing the long con and is truly out here just like intentionally fucking up Elon Musk, I will forgive her. I will, yes. I will I'm forgive yelling. her. She's However, not, though. <laughs> that's not what's happening. However, so that's not. absolutely she's not like what a she's Nepo doing. baby of the energy industry. So, literally. Um, <laughs> so, no. Absolutely not. Also, another thing, I think we need to, we don't say it here, but we need to leave the whole millionaires don't use astrology, billionaires do. Like, enough, enough, please, 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 please. Shush. It's so annoying. It's so annoying. It's... Yeah, also, like, impoverished people do, too. So, like, right. it's... <laughs> like your point. Um, we're starting we're starting the weed circle at uh 1 41 p.m okay it is the very start of jupiter hour with venus venus is at 10 pisces and the midheaven here is 11 pisces Ew. so that is the that's the tea for weed circle 1 41 p.m <laughs> be there you okay penciled in Oh, yeah. I'll have a whole trifecta of, like, Bacchus people, because then Zach will know wines and stuff. So it's perfect. Yes. Oh, and this is probably, a, like, a better time for international people. It is, so. for sure. Is this at, like, 10 a.m. for you, Jared? 11? 10? Uh, what time did you say? 1.40 p.m.? yeah. That's going to be 10.40 p.m.? For oh, 10.40 a.m.? Yeah. Cute. This will be good. This is going to be fun. <laughs> Mercury into Aquarius. Oh yeah, we talked. We're about still that. forecasting. <laughs> yeah, I don't. <laughs> so sorry. This actually felt like the most chaotic episode we've ever recorded. I'm gonna be Anne Frank about that one. Anne Frank. <laughs> Frank. I can't. Oh, also the point about Saturn. Did we even? Did you say that about Saturn? Was that recorded? I don't remember. Saturn uh, getting from 25 to 29 in the yeah. shortest month of the year. Yeah. Like that's fake. Mm-hmm. That's fake, it right? Is. Like, like how the sun, Mars, Contra at the same day of the station was fake. This is fake. Yeah. Saturn, Saturn moving four fucking degrees in one month, and it's Wild. been in Aquarius for thirteen years. Are you kidding me? Saturn's ready. <laughs> He's like, get me out of here. I'm done. It's a joke. Tired. <laughs> <Just> like, wait. <laughs> I was like, I know we had the misinformation, but like, what? What happened? Here it was like Saturn's, Saturn's been, been in Aquarius, Aquarius for 13, 13 years. years. <laughs> <laughs> that would That's be horrid. Hilarious. I think I would die. No to that. We should do a yeah, Saturn and have... Pisces episode. Sorry. Sorry. If we, we had should. visible, yeah, we definitely should. That's It's getting to good time for it, too. Um, I cannot imagine if we had visible wandering stars that moved that slowly like mm. like if mm. if if uranus was visible to us all the time just it would be so eerie it'd be in the same spot of the sky for too long i don't like it it's watching us it's like mars right now also mars is like very far north yeah oh yeah like i feel like i have to like look up look to up. see it mm -hmm. yeah mm-hmm 
Mm-hmm. And he's with, is he, he's like really close to Orion. Yeah. Yeah. Cause Orion is like north of the Zodiac and Gemini. That's kind of like where Orion is because, yeah. because the dog stars are Orion's dogs and they're in cancer. cancer. Yeah. Um, and, and he's have, opposite the scorpion because he killed the scorpion. Yeah. So yeah. Um, and yeah, and Mars is like up there with Orion. Um, but Mars's north node is in Taurus. I think that makes yeah, because I think Mars and Mercury have the same north node almost. Um, and so it's and then to have a retrograde, it means this loop is going to be all above the ecliptic. So like this like you know loop that Mars does during its retrograde is going to be like whoa. So this, you know, like I was mentioning with the moon earlier, it's going to be kind of a similar scenario hmm. um, where it's just going to be like, ah, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> hmm. uh, February 16th, Saturn Kazemi. Have we talked about that yet? Yeah. Briefly. Yeah. Yeah. Briefly. Getting ready last, to... last domicile. Last one. That's right. Dig- dignified right. Saturn oh, yeah. Kazemi right. for. For years yeah for 24 years. Yeah. or no i guess we've got a libra libra um, libra 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 probably like 22 years actually yeah, it's gonna be a good chunk of time this is gonna be absolutely wild i i don't know i don't know all i know is that it's gonna be wild so hmm and Gen Z will start having our Saturn returns. Our very undignified, sad, and pitiful Saturns. I'm going to use this electional search thing to find when the next Kazemi, the next of Saturn, Kazemi of Saturn will be. Yeah, the first Saturn and Libra Kazemi. Let's see if. Oh, also another rant. So random. I think this is like a Mars retrograde story for myself. I feel, and actually now that I think about it, Mars stationed retrograde right in between my Mercury and my sun. And so I was like, let's see how that goes. And I'm realizing I have ADHD and it's so hilarious because it's something that was been so obvious my entire fucking life. And I did not realize it. And I just think that's so funny. So yeah, so I throw that out there. For those who are sad when they don't get emails from me quickly, there's your reason. Just <laughs> passing the time while they're looking things up. I don't know um, what's happening. 2039. 2039. Next Saturn thingy. Yeah, so because we've got um, the sun moves into Libra on the 24th of september or 23rd 24th of september that year and at that point saturn is at two degrees libra so saturn moves into libra about two weeks before that kazemi so yeah september 20 september 2030 that's the first one right is the first is the next it's, yeah the next it, one the next domicile yeah it's late next exalted oh, yeah it's just that's as the signified. sun moves into libra because saturn that's, will be at like two degrees of libra yeah. when kazemi happens yeah that's the year before the next jupiter saturn conjunction in libra in libra mm-hmm. <laughs> libra libra <laughs> <laughs> wow oh wow now 
oh, that's going to be something. Oh, I'm really excited for that. I'm just thinking about Gabe's progressions. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, and Mars is in Cancer for that Saturn, for Saturn Kazemi. 2039. Hmm. That's wild. I'll be 40. I'll be about to be 44. No. I can't think that far ahead. 42? Yeah, because I'll be 49. Yes, I will be about to be 42, which is one of my, I think that's one of my progressed Venus stations. No, yeah. Or one of my progressed Saturn stuff. stations. Isn't that when you start popping off? Or is that is that before No, that? that's in like three years. Uh, oh, oh my God, that's soon. 2026, baby. Hell yeah. February that's 17th, awesome. 2026, solar eclipse on my MC. Nice. Conjunct Fortuna. Nice. Hell yeah. That's going to be great. Hmm. Oh my God, and Uranus will be in Leo. Ugh, no, I don't want to look at this. I don't want to talk about it. We're not. Yeah, we're done. <laughs> Neptune, Neptune will be in Taurus. What? That's I can't even conceptualize Neptune moving out of Pisces yet. Yeah, neither can I. That's going to be I, weird. You know, Uranus over my son was interesting. Neptune over my son. That'll be interesting. I know someone going through a Sun-Neptune conjunction. It's not. No. They don't know that they're in a Neptune transit. But when it's over. They will know. They will know. <laughs> uh, they kind of deserve it. Sorry. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> the okay. karma. They'll be fine. <laughs> I'm screaming. <laughs> oh, my God. And I'll just be ex- torrential rainfall. Just you bitches on Twitter. Like, shut up. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Shut up. I, yeah. I think I've muted all the problematic people. So now my timeline's kind of boring because I'm just like, where is the... Where's the drama? Where's the drama? There's nothing. I feel like there's nothing. I'm, I'm also like, I don't know. I feel like I'm not even on... No, I'm on Twitter. But... No, I forget who it was, but Deja, you quoted a tweet of somebody that I muted. I don't remember. I, I have to check. I didn't even check who it was, but I was like, scandal. Was it in my, was it in my. Uh, but I mute a lot of people. So it's I'm not, yelling. Was it I one? Of, I quote retweet things in my what, Twitter close friends. What is No, I think circles? it was. I think it was public. Oh, damn. Oh, what was it? Now I have to go look. Now I have to find it. Watch. It's going to be like Pop Crave or something like that. No, I don't have Pop Crave muted. I'm screaming. Oh, it was. Know. What was the tweet? What's wait? On... Hold on. I just liked it on your Twitter. Okay. Oh, on okay. Twitter. Oh, oh yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I only saw this tweet because someone else quoted it, and I, I, just I forget what ignored. she said that made me mute her. <laughs> but it was w- definitely one specific tweet. Oh yeah. no, it was. <laughs> It was the fact that she charges $180 for a draconic chart reading. That's another thing that we actually need to get serious about. These prices are getting out of control. You can go into any other industry, any other field. And and no, and that's not to say that we're not doing great work. We're doing great work. But like, come on. I think we have to be fucking for real. Because people think that you could just... I, a 60-minute chat... <laughs> yes consultants do get paid a lot of money but i feel like people are usually also getting like a pamphlet or a how to do this thingy on your own or something like that like i just i just i just like also knowing like 
especially like brand strategists and other branding studios. And I'm like, okay, this person is charging $150 for this. No, it was like $330 for this like five day mini course thingy. But they also gave like a shit ton of resources and prompts and like a little workbook thingy and like all of this stuff. And I'm like, I think that we're missing. I don't think people know how to run businesses effectively. They just want money, Mm -hmm. which I understand capitalism. But you also need and to like, give people more. Get paid for your time. Get paid for the money you've spent in courses and the time you've. Sp- I, I yes, I get it. I'm P. there. Yeah, but like, be fucking for real. Like, yeah, that ass. I mean, like, yeah, because consultants do get paid a lot of money. I, I mean, and I'll edit this out because I don't think I can share this publicly. But like, my billable rate at work is dollars an hour. Like that's how much I bill customers. Holy so, shit. yeah. Um, that's so and yeah. <laughs> And but you got to think in billing that what I am teaching customers how to do is something where they will take what they learn from me and all of the resources because I give them like pamphlets and stuff and then they don't return to me. Mm-hmm. I have like a set number of hours that a project is supposed to take and mm-hmm. then they go away and they do not return to me. They, they have the back, tools yes. and resources to do it on their own from that yeah. point. So I think instead of editing out, you should just put like a bleep sound over. Over, it's a great idea. I, I think I want you to do that too about the person I just talked about on Twitter. I want you to be like her name. <laughs> I can do that. Oh, I think we should start cute. doing that. That'd be funny. I agree. And then it's like like ten second. <laughs> <It's amazing. laughs> uh, that's funny. That's good. That's cute. Like um, do like a. Um, a voice audio that's just like redacted and then redacted. <laughs> like I love rate is redacted. redacted. <laughs> I love tweeting redacted. I think it's yes. like, and, and I always read it like with moving my body forward. <laughs> like, yesterday I was talking to redacted. redacted. <laughs> that sounds fun. Yeah. Cute. Is there anything else we have to say? Good luck out there this Aquarius season. I don't hate Aquarius season. It's me neither. You know, I love. It's fine. Yeah, Venus I think is just like incredibly helpful. Yeah. This this year, so um and she's visible the whole time, so that's like, you know. I think that's nice. It's going to be great. Hell yeah. Shout out to Venus and Aquarius. Who would have thought we would be holding it down? Shout out to Venus. She's that always bitch. always. She really is. She really is. Jared, what are you calculating right now in your brain? <laughs> Sorry. The Venus retrograde in Capricorn was this time last year. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you. For some reason, my brain was like, did, is it, did it just happen? No, it was like a year ago, right? No, okay. Yeah, it was a year ago. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> it felt like not long ago i'm like because i was thinking about last year's aquarius season and i was like venus was like way behind the sun last year because i know Mm -hmm. that two years ago venus was like with the sun was combust the whole time um so you know just thinking about the last two aquarius seasons that we've had with um an incredibly morning star venus um that was slow moving kind of the whole time uh to a you know very fast moving but combust venus last year or two years ago um and now this year we have this like it's very fast moving venus but she's morning star she's still gaining distance from the sun she's still gaining light 
um, I think that makes this Aquarius season kind of special and nice. Mm. And go look at Venus will be exalted evening star. So like, go look at her. Yeah. Go look, go watch the sunset. Like Mm. it's a good time of year to watch the sunset, like a a good Valentine's day, watching the sunset, seeing exalted Venus pop up. And yeah, that's cute. Um, also, we should move Valentine's Day to the day that Venus reaches its exaltation degree every year. Just saying. Oh, that'd idea. be cute. It's a cute idea. Have it be a floating holiday. Yeah. Hmm. I like that. Okay. Although Val- Valentine's Day is just a ploy to make more Scorpios, and I do love that. Screaming. <laughs> I was for sure a Valentine's Day baby. A ploy to make more Scorpios. <laughs> it's That's a hilarious. conspiracy by the sun to make more Scorpios. I'm here for it. I live. I live. <laughs> I live. <laughs> cool. All cool. right. Slay. Um, thank you all for listening to this chaos as usual. <laughs> um, you know where to find all of us. Um, by this point, I would hope. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't, it's in the description below. I copy and paste the same thing into every episode note. Um, and we circle. Submit your submit your shit. Feb 4, 1.41 p.m. Hell yeah. Eastern. Same thing. You'll I'll, we'll make a Google form like the whenever soon to get your to reserve your spot um, for attendance, and then you'll get the Zoom link like ten minutes before it starts. Hell yeah! Slay, cute. Slay what you want to slay. Be fucking for real. It's a good like motive. Like what's the word? Not affirmation. A good motivational thing to remind yourself. A mantra. Be fucking for real. <laughs> yes. Always remember. A what? <laughs> White people ruin everything. Oh, I'm yelling. I'm yelling. Okay. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye, everyone. <laughs> bye.